This is Fantasy Football Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network 2021 Fantasy Football Rankings Update, Full Injury Report, Prize Picks for the MMN Props Contest, and some DraftKings Ownership. If you have not signed up for Prize Picks yet, that means you cannot play in the 7 Eleven Mayo Media Network season long. Props challenge that starts this week, week one, on Sunday. Remember, there's no Monday night games for the contest. You can't pick those ones. You just pick from Thursday night and Sunday. Now, if you already locked in your Thursday, you don't have access to the single free square that's on the board that Prize Picks is offering this week, which is Patrick Mahomes over under. passing yards. Yeah, you can make that one of your picks. Uh, I will be making that one of my picks. But if you want to sign up right now, go to prizepicks.com. Use the code MMN at sign up. You'll get a deposit match of up to $100. Now, you don't need to deposit that much. So it's a 7-Eleven challenge because your entry needs to be for $7.11 every single week of the year. You can only play one entry. Or if you try to play multiple ones, it's only going to count the first one you put in. So don't try to game the system that way. But you play your $7.11 entry that is a flex play for all five NFL over under fantasy props, rushing yards, receptions, whatever NFL ones that you actually want to take. And then you're in the contest. That's all you have to do is $3,000 to first place in uh, promo points. And then you get $1,500 for second, $1,000 for third. Even get point, you even get $100 for coming in last place. Plus, you get paid out. 10x on all of your entries if you win all five picks additionally if you do get all five right on a weekly basis any week that you do that you get an extra 50 bucks so even if you want to start in week two you're behind the eight ball because we all get this free square and more picks doesn't mean you can't catch up so full details are in the description right now so just go check it out use our link use code mmn at prizepicks.com and you will find yourself in the running to win the Mayo Media Network Fantasy Props Contest. It's going to be a whole lot of fun, and it's great for people in states where sports betting isn't legalized as of yet because it's available in a lot of those states right now. Like you live in New York, hey, you're good to go on this one. Alabama, you're good to go on this one. Uh, it's not every single state, obviously, but way more than those that actually have sports books right now. So there's a great way to get in on the action. It's only $7.11 per week. And they're giving you, like, let's say, it's a, that means it's 130 bucks for the year. So if you deposit 65 bucks, they will match you 65 bucks. Then you're covered for the year. If you only want to play the $7.11 per week, but you can win your entries off that as well and get even more money. So it doesn't mean you can't also play on prize picks at the same time. Anyway, that's what you should be doing. Remember to smash the like button for the episode. And in the comment section, give me your favorite non-Mahomes prize pick this week. I'm going to have my full five. I'm going to give you two, though, because I want to win that $3,000. bucks. i am not going to lie to you. Um, I did bet Elvin Kamara on DK Sportsbook at over five and a half receptions at plus 120. That's an actual prop bet of mine. I don't think that's going to make my card, though, for the five. I just enjoyed that plus money. I have two better ones that I'm going to give to you right now that are on my card. I've already submitted my entry in the 7-Eleven Mayo Media Contest, so I hope to see you in there. We'll be updating the leaderboard. It's going to be an awful lot of fun. Play along with the community. I also have a 1000 bucks to give away, too, so if you subscribe to Mayo Media Network on YouTube, That's how you get an entry. Also, subscribe to the newsletter that's in the description. I'll have one coming out on Saturday with a full injury report. Starts and sits. A bunch of research. It's awesome. You can figure it all out. So, let's get into these prize picks. Who am I taking in week one on prize picks? Well, it's pretty obvious that... I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes. So the offer that they're putting up right now is over under passing yards, 0.5 over under 
for Patrick Mahomes. You can use that in the contest if you want, but I think that the max that you can put on it across the board is $25. I mean, that's only fair. It's a, it's free money that they're handing out. You do have to get the one right with it and get paid out three times your money. So if, if you play the $7.11 entry with Mahomes in it, then you only have like 17 bucks that you can put on the rest of them, but you still get triple your money if you get it right. So Patrick Mahomes, 0.5 over passing yards is my first fantasy prop that I'm into on prize picks this week. Second one that is going to be worth 3x because I also played this one as well and my second pick in the Mayo Media Contest of five, two of five. Not going to tell you my other three, although you can probably figure it out by the way that I've been talking throughout the week. And oh, I also did a show with Cam Stewart and Rob Pizzola on the Pat Mayo Experience feed. This is on the Fantasy Football Picks and Bets audio feed. That one's on the PME feed. It's an awesome show. If you love the Spread Pick show with me and Jeff, you're going to love this show, Best Bets of the Week with Pizzola and Cam. It is fucking hilarious. Uh, and Pizzola is like a legitimate sports better. So you should probably listen to him. We give our gold, silver, and bronze picks of the week up there. There could be spreads, totals, player props, doesn't matter. It's about as quick of an hour as you're ever going to listen to. So please go check that out after you watch this one. My second prize pick for the week, I scanned through a bunch of receivers and some of these are really low, but what I really want to do is verify my results with runthesims.com. They have a player prop tool up there where you enter the odds, you enter the player, and then you enter the over under on the stat and it will run 10,000 simulations of the game and spit you out a range of outcomes. And obviously I want to make sure that it jibes with me. I mentioned that Alvin Kamara over 5.5 receptions. That happens around 56% of the time and it's plus money. So the implied odds are like 40% and it's happening almost 15% more than that. I think that's a good bet. It's telling me that's a good bet, but I found one that's even better. So this is what we're looking at. Corey Davis. Yes, Jamison Crowder is out for the week. It doesn't look like Keelan Cole is going to play either. They got like no one and they're Four-point dogs in this game, but I expect a lot of points. Over the total is actually one of my silver pick of the week on the bet show. But Corey Davis, over 53.5 receiving yards for the week. He's the number one. I'm not worried about receptions. I'm just worried about him getting downfield. His dot is very high. I think that Zach Wilson is going to be chucking it in this game, and primarily to Corey Davis. So when I ran the 10,000 simulations up on runthesims.com, it gave me a 63% chance of that happening. And this is a coin flip situation, 63% in my favor. Obviously, that's not a guarantee that's going to happen, but very rarely do you see a number that low, and 63% is the over on that situation. So Corey Davis, along with Patrick Mahomes is my two power play worth three times your money. So if you just didn't want to use Mahomes in the Mayo Media contest and you want to use Mahomes and Davis as a $25 because that's the cap with the, anything involving that Mahomes prop total, uh, you win 75 bucks off that. So you can pair Mahomes with everyone you like. That is my single other favorite one besides Mahomes over Corey Davis, 53.5 receiving yards. If you want access to that player prop tool, it's pretty amazing. And you get full access to the optimizer, the single game city simulator, custom projections, everything you want. RunTheSims.com slash Mayo to get yourself a discount on all the premium tools. There are free tools up there right now as well. Just involves you putting in an email and you get full access to that, like the season-long fantasy projections, the advanced app hub, but the premium tools, the betting and DFS tools, which is, you know, really what we're in the market for. Uh, RunTheSims.com slash Mayo will get you the discount on that. Mahomes, Corey Davis, those are Pat's prize picks of the week. And remember to join the contest right now. If you already have a prize pick 
picks account and you're in, you're fine. Just play a $7.11 entry from the Sunday games and make five picks and you're in the contest. No worries about that. But if you want to get in it, go to prizepicks.com, code MMN, or use our link in the description and just make one of those $7.11 entries over under fantasy props for football every single week of the season for your shot at the $3,000 top prize in promo credits on prizepicks.com. Let's get into the injury report and the updated rankings. All my rankings are currently updated right now on DK Nation. You can find all of the lists in the description of this video or podcast to make it easy on yourself. They're all updated to now. I will update them again on Sunday morning once I get the inactives report. Live show, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Mayo Media Network. If you have any questions whatsoever, start, sit, just don't make them long. Make them like one name or another name or two guys or two guys, whatever it is. The live chat starts at 1130 a.m. Eastern time, and we're going to try to get to everyone's questions. So please tune into that and subscribe to Mayo Media Network while you're here. Then you can turn on notifications for that. And you're not going to miss it. We promise you we'll get to your question. Unless you come in when we're wrapping up the show and you're like, ah, where's my question? We probably won't get to that one. But if you're there like within the first half hour, your question's going to get answered. Don't worry about that. So the injury report right now, I'll go through team by team. New York Jets and Carolina, Jamison Crowder is out with COVID. Keelan Cole is questionable, but he's closer to out to in. That leaves the aforementioned Corey Davis on the outside. Elijah Moore primarily in the slot. Probably going to see a lot of Tyler Croft in the slot as well. One of my favorite DK play punt plays this week at tight end. Only $2,500 and maybe Mimze might be on the outside, but he reeks. So who knows? Uh, But he's probably going to end up being on the field a bunch. Maybe they'll bump more to the outside, play Croft in the slot. But Corey Davis is assured his spot almost on 100% of snaps in a game where they're in a pass happy situation. Gotta love Corey Davis. Pittsburgh and Buffalo, Emmanuel Sanders is likely in, but he could be on a snap count with his foot injury. San Francisco and Detroit, Trey Lance is likely going to be active. He's not going to play like as a starter, but he'll be a backup. You might see him in on a few plays. But it's better news that with the micro fracture in his finger, we thought he's going to be out a month, but it looks like he's going to be active for this game in Detroit. Jalen Hurts is, or sorry, Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurd is out in this game at receiver. Ayuk and Debo Samuel and George Kittle, all good to go in that front. On the other side, DeAndre Swift is off the injury report with his groin, and apparently these allegations that surfaced against him aren't going to be held against him, at least in week one. They also don't seem to be true at this point. At least that's according to Dan Campbell. That's not going to affect DeAndre Swift. He's full go. I bumped him up in the running back rankings, which again, you can check out in the description. The full list. Taylor Decker, however, the left tackle, hand injury, he's out of this game. That's not good because really the strength of the Lions offense should be that offensive line. You take out one of their best offensive linemen, It's no longer good, especially against that pass rush. Uh, I stayed away from that game completely because I don't know where to go. There's so many pieces on the San Francisco side of the ball for betting in daily fantasy. I mean, you got your guys in season long. You're playing them all. You're playing Kittle. You're playing Ayuk. You're playing Debo. Probably not going to play Jimmy G. I'm playing Mostert. And Trey Sermon's like a low-end flex if you really need someone in a pinch. Jacksonville and Houston, the only guy is Deshaun Watson. He's not playing, but you probably knew that already. Seattle and Indy, DK Metcalf was limited in practice on Friday with a calf injury. He's going to play. Offensive tackle Eric Fisher for the Colts is out with an Achilles injury. That kind of is not great because 
the strength of the Seahawks defense is the run defense. And you'd think that, you know, it's it's the Colts. They want to establish the run without Fisher around. That's going to be tough because that was sort of an upgrade to their offensive line. They still should be able to run pretty effectively. I love Seattle in this game, minus two and a half or even minus three. But that's one of the main reasons. And, you know, Russell Wilson versus Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is starting in this game. I guess COVID couldn't keep him down. The foot injury couldn't keep him down. But here's the problem. We don't know how any of those injuries affect him at least for week one is he truly at full health but is he any good do we know that no absolutely not we do not know if Carson Wentz is the guy who was the like MVP the year they won the Super Bowl before he got hurt or the guy who's played since and has absolutely reeked on the field so I will just take Seattle over that Pittman's really the only guy besides Jonathan Taylor that I want to roll out from that game the Seattle side I'm in on. Then we got Arizona and Tennessee. A.J. Brown's been limited with a knee injury. He's going to play. Josh Reynolds, and has a foot injury, is questionable. That'd be great news for Anthony Ferkser because it would just take one other guy off the field besides Julio and A.J. Brown. Ferkser would then probably become the third option in that passing offense if Reynolds ends up sitting. Nothing from Arizona right now. That's significant. Chargers and Washington. Austin Eckler, he gave us a scare, but it looks like he's going to be fine. Maybe he doesn't play the full complement of snaps but he's still a top 10 guy this week even against a tough defense based on what he's going to do in the receiving game on the other side of the ball Curtis Samuel's been placed on IR he's going to miss at least three weeks with his groin injury it leaves Diami Brown probably is starting on the outside a great DFS flyer or if you're in a super deep league in a pinch to play as a wide receiver three as a flex I don't love him this week but he's available he's super cheap and he has big play upside whether he comes through on that who knows? I'd probably still prefer like Josh Palmer from the other side of the ball in that game, but he's owned in most spots. You know, Brown isn't. Adam Humphreys would also probably likely get in on three wide receiver sets for the football team as well. Minnesota and Cincinnati, it's basically just Tyler Conklin uh, with his hamstring. He practiced. He's going to play. So there we go. No word yet on Chris Herndon, whether he's going to be active yet or not. If he didn't play a $2,600 on DraftKings, Tyler Conklin's looking pretty good. I like Croft still better. Conklin's in a nice spot there. Uh, The Philadelphia and Atlanta game, that one's clean. I love stacking that game. I think there's going to be points galore from that one. And I like Philly in that game too. Miami and New England. Here's where it starts getting a little bit trickier. Will Fuller, the roids. He's out this week, but he'll be back next week. He's still suspended. Preston Williams is questionable to fill in in that spot on the outside. So we don't know if that's going to happen, which would leave Devontae Parker on the outside, Jalen Waddle likely in the slot, and then Albert Wilson, who you'd think of more of a slot guy, but they might have to bump him to the outside if Preston Williams doesn't play. So I'm curious to see how that unfolds. I like Waddle, then I like Parker, then I like Wilson. I like Gasicki a little bit more than Wilson. I wouldn't play Preston Williams uh, if he is active. It's still a bad matchup, even sans Stephon Gilmore on the other side of the ball for the Patriots. From the Patriots side of the ball, Nikhil Harry! In a shoulder injury, probably out at least four weeks. He's not playing. Nelson Aguilar has his ankle injury. He did get in a limited practice. His first practice of the week on Friday, he might play. Probably not going to play. So that leaves Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne on the outside with Jonu and Henry both likely to play on the inside. So those would be the four guys you would expect, at least in the receiving game, for the New England Patriots. Kansas City and the Cleveland Browns. Odell Beckham is a game-time decision. He has yet to have contact coming off that ACL injury. Everyone expects him to play. I expect him to play. But crazier things that happen, you will know that by the time inactives come out in the later set of games, because that is a late game. So we won't know that information till around three o'clock Eastern time. I wouldn't change my plans if you wanted to put in Odell Beckham. 
Green Bay and New Orleans. Traquan Smith, uh, whether it's a hamstring, whether it's an ander curse, but he's now been placed on IR. He is out. Obviously, Michael Thomas is also out. And Traquan's going to be out for three weeks. So you just drop him if you want. So that's going to lead to Marcus Calloway being the most owned receiver on DraftKings this week. Probably not going to play him. Just fade the chalk on that one. But just objectively, he's a pretty good play, a pretty good safe play based on the context of this game for your season long lives. And frankly, where he was going towards the end of August, early September in drafts, he's probably like your wide receiver three or two uh, based on the amount of auction money where he was going in drafts. So Callaway's fine. After Callaway in the receiving order, I would think that Deontay Harris probably sees the field the most of any of the other receivers. Adam Troutman appears like he's going to play too. Him and Juwan Johnson might get in in 12 sets, two tight end sets. Maybe one of them splits out into the slot and plays more of a receiving role rather than a tight end role. I would think that would be Johnson over Troutman, even if Troutman ends up playing more snaps. Beyond that, it's like little Jordan Humphrey, Chris Hogan, maybe Taysom Hill gets some work in the receiving game as well. But Deontay Harris is $3,200 on DK. It's not terrible, to tell you the truth, because if he's playing as much as Marquez Callaway, and Marquez Callaway right now I have projected like 24% ownership, Deontay Harris at 0.5% ownership, I'd just take that gamble on the cheaper guy. I mean, I don't win all that often on DraftKings, but I think that's a very sound decision when you really compare how those guys are going to do if we get word on Harris is starting. Obviously, if he's not starting, that's not the case. A lot like uh, Brown on Washington, Harris would become a viable pickup in a pinch, but you probably don't need that in week one. Uh, On the other side of the ball, Green Bay looking pretty clean. Even their offensive line is going to be, I mean, I don't know, fully healthy, but they're going to be playing. So Aaron Rodgers is going to have his protection in that game. Denver and the Giants. Noah Fant, he's in. Cortland Sutton, he's in. Roll them both out. You can check where they are in the rankings on DK Nation or in the description right now. Saquon Barkley is questionable, or he might get traded to the Ravens for some reason. I'm not buying that one until it becomes like legitimate and substantiated. I'm not buying that the Ravens are trading two first round picks for Saquon Barkley. That seems insane, Uh, especially for a guy who may or may not play in week one. It is likely that he is going to play, but he could still be on a snap count. That whole thing is a mystery at the moment of what's going on with Saquon Barkley. I currently have him outside my running back one tier around running back number 16 for the week. His talent is still too much that you can't sit him in the face of better options. But what are better options? Is James Robinson a better option than Saquon this week? Yes. Is Mike Davis a better option than Saquon this week? Yes. So that's about sort of the barometer. I play him over Mostert. I think that's really close though. So that's what I'm feeling about Saquon Barkley right now. It's probably unlikely that you have two running backs that are better than him to start, but it's a lot like Zeke against Tampa. Like you knew you didn't want to play him, but you're like, ah, Zeke, you got to play him. Although you shouldn't have played him because he was terrible. But Barkley could be in the same boat, but you don't want to miss like, oh, Barkley's fine. And he ran for 200 yards. That's always the fear with guys like that. So I do have the list. I have 16 guys ahead of him. And then I would play Barkley again. Check out the full rankings or the rankings debate show I do with Sealy up on the network right now in the PME feed for all of that. Rest of the Giants in the receiving game. Here we go. Kenny Galladay is in. He's off the injury report. Evan Ingram is out at tight end. Caden Smith is questionable at tight end. He might not play. Kyle Rudolph with his foot injury is questionable at tight end as well. They could have no tight ends in this game. They could have two tight ends in this game, but Evan Ingram has been officially ruled out. Kadarius Hunky Doney questionable for this game he's probably not gonna go so uh, lots of guys on the outside uh, in the receiving game not looking good for the Giants on the Denver side like I mentioned Fanton Sutton are both in Chicago and the Rams Darnell Mooney Tunes he's likely gonna play uh, I wouldn't worry too much about him that's a Sunday night game Monday night Baltimore 
Here's how it stands as of Friday evening, and I'll update it in the newsletter if it changes on Saturday. So again, subscribe to that, and you get into the draw for a thousand bucks as well, just by doing that. And it's free information sent right to you. Latavius Murray signed, and he's likely going to play. Devonta Freeman signed. He is unlikely to play. Le'Veon Bell, unlikely to play. I still like Taysom Williams better for this week, but I probably think that Taysom Williams is... 30 in the running back rankings right now after I took out the Cowboys and Buccaneers because they've already played, obviously. They're, they don't mean anything to the rankings anymore because you either played them or you didn't. Uh, so Tyson Williams is the highest ranked. I still don't know what his role is going to be. I would expect Lamar Jackson to lead this team in rushing this week against the Raiders with Levi, or Latavius Murray mixed in a little bit until he gets fully up to speed with the system. Then it's probably going to be Latavius Murray. I think if I was to bet long, long-term on the season, I'd probably want Murray over Williams. So you should add them both to your roster. I wouldn't worry about any of the other guys. Obviously, Gus Edwards is out for the season with a torn ACL, as is Marcus Peters. And Nick Boyle, the secondary tight end, was just placed on IR for this week. He is out and will miss three weeks from the, uh, I almost said Oakland, the Vegas side of the ball. Josh Jacobs is dealing with a toe injury. Doesn't seem to be an issue. He's going to play. Probably not great. I have him one spot ahead of Tyson Williams in the ranking. Not expecting a ton from Josh Jacobs in this one. Plus, he doesn't catch passes, so his floor is very low, uh, especially against a good defense like this. From the Thursday night game, Michael Gallup is going to be out with a calf strain three to five weeks, and Lyle Collins on the offensive line has been suspended for five games. Hopefully they get Zach Martin back next week, or that offensive line is not looking good right now. Tampa side, defensive injuries, but nothing from the offensive side of the ball. DraftKings ownership for the week. I listen, I'm not going to give you like what the numbers are because listen, I'm just guessing when it comes to ownership. But these are the quarterbacks. There's two of them that I have for over 10% ownership in the DraftKings main slate. Sunday slate, only millionaire makers slate. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Maybe Sam Darnold can crack up there as he appears to be, or Mac Jones. They appear to be the two pay down options that people want. I'm rolling with my guy Jalen Hurts in this spot, and that super, I'm probably going to play Sam Darnold too in different stacks, but I like that Eagles stack a lot. Running backs over 15% on the main slate. We're looking at Kamara, McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and James Robinson. Those would be the big four that people are gravitating towards right now. I was surprised Najee Harris wasn't up there as well when I started running the numbers, but he falls behind that tier along with like Derrick Henry. Uh, Who are the other? jabronis that are up there that's basically it joe mixon is another one that people seem to be very fond of the love for antonio gibson has dissipated as the week has gone or as the month has gone along really since everything came out i thought mike davis would be higher he's not but everyone's kind of using two pay up guys and then paying down at the other positions because we go to receivers that are over 20 percent owned marquez calloway is going to be the highest owned receiver on DraftKings this week and that's where everyone is saving their money like i said deontay harris might be just as good and he's an even cheaper price price he's on the same team and no one is using him you go Callaway Jameis and Deontay Johnson you save all the bucks and pay up at every other position so Callaway Ridley T Higgins Michael Pittman at 4100 bucks is another pay down option and Stefan Diggs is probably the pair with Josh Allen is also going to be quite popular again really weird that none of the Steelers are the bring back option in those games but apparently everyone's staying away tight end 10 percent or more owned Kittle, Kelsey, Pitts are going to be the big three. Conklin and Croft are my favorite paydown options. It is a great way to save money if you don't want to have to eat the Callaway bullet. Even if you don't want to eat the Callaway bullet, I know Rondell Moore and Elijah Moore are getting thrown out. Marvin Jones 
at $3,600 is a very good play against the Houston Texans. You can just use him instead if you really want to. I have the full breakdown with Adam Levitan up on Mayo Media Network right now and on the Fantasy Football Picks and Bets feed, the audio feed, and Mayo Media Network, JT Hayes and Tyler Tambellini, toe-tag and tambo, from runpuresports.com have a full DraftKings breakdown of their favorite plays and fades from each position for the main slate. Highly recommend that you go check those out. Those guys are very, very sharp and two high-stakes players, too, so you can see what they are up to. I do think my single favorite play on the DraftKings slate is Elvin Kamara. Just without, I mean, Tony Jones Jr., who is Tony Jones Jr.? Maybe he gets mixed in, but every time that we see Kamara without Latavius Murray, he scores like 40 DraftKings points because he catches 13 balls. So Elvin Kamara, I prefer him over McCaffrey in a price per dollar sense. He's like $1,000 cheaper. If I can get them both in, that's fantastic news, but I would take Kamara first and then try to rework my way in to get Christian McCaffrey, but I prefer for the price point, Kamara over McCaffrey week one on DraftKings. That will do it on Fantasy Football Picks and Bets. Smash the like and remember to enter the contest, all right? Do me a favor, enter the contest right now, $7.11 a week. You just enter a $7.11 entry for week one and you're in the Mayo Media Network contest. So go to prizefix.com, use code MMN to get a $100 deposit bonus or just use the link in the description. That will do it for me. Check out all the shows on this feed, Fantasy Football Picks and Bets with the live show coming 11.30 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday and all of the extra stuff right now. Uh, Megan has her tears DraftKings breakdown up too. It's a short video. It's a very exploitable market if you're looking for anything else. Thank you all for watching. Enjoy your weekend. Good luck in week one. I'll see you next time. Yeah!